Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Talking about chicken a la king, mango and garbanzo tabbouleh, real potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil, zucchini ziti, granola fruit bar. Look at all this beautiful food. Welcome to another episode of Green Eggs and Dan, the podcast where I interview amazing humans with amazing minds, but all we care about is what is in their bellies. My guest today is not only, no, you don't like that? (laughs) My guest today is not only my comedy BFF, but my regular BFF. She's my favorite comic to watch live, period. She's got specials on Comedy Central, HBO, and is the host of the incredible podcast, Adulting on WNYC, with our good friend Jordan Carlos. She just got a standing ovation at a sold-out Radio City Music Hall show, but more important than all of that, she is one of my favorite people to eat with and definitely my favorite person to drink with. Please welcome my great friend Michelle Buteau. Wow, that was like, not only wedding speech nice, that was like... I felt like I was at my funeral. Yeah. <laughs> like if I just have stand-ups that I love at my funeral, I'm just like, this is what it is. This is what it feels like. It was from the heart. And you told me to give you a an intro that was from the heart. Well, yeah. At this point, people are like, tell me what credits you want. And I'm just like, who cares? Because I can't remember them. Like as you were like, she had something on HBO. I'm like, did I? Yeah. I totally forgot. But I love that because that's, that's the stuff that means you know, something at the end of the damn day. It's like, who have you done the road work road with that, you know, you can still stand and want to be friends with, yeah. you know, not I the audience. Very, very few stand-up comedian friends. Like yeah. literally, I think it's like two or three. Really? Yeah. That I'm like friend friends with. Oh my God. I have a lot more than that. I know. But yeah, really? It's not like a, I don't know. I don't get along well with, with stand-ups. Oh my God, why? Are you guys always like trying to pee in a corner and see whose penis is bigger? I don't know. I think Not even it's... female friend stand-ups? No, I, th- I th- honestly think it's like one of those things where I don't like to be around work energy maybe. Right. And like that kind of brings me back to work energy. I don't know. I, I-, I really don't know what it is. Or I've always kind of felt like left out when it comes to like hanging out at the comedy club or whatever. I always feel like I'm not cool enough or like right. I'm going to walk away and people are going to make fun of me. So I feel like I just haven't surrounded myself with a lot so, of stand But I feel like all comedians feel like the kid left out in high school, which is why we are all drawn to the comedy club, right? Because that's yeah. sort of like your chosen family sometimes, for better or for worse. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think that's what me, you, and Jordan have in common is that like we have a foot in each club, but we're sort of like, you know, making our own club. Yeah, we're making our own club. Yeah. Speaking of our own club, every time I come to New York, mm-hmm. we have our little food club. Yes. Which is very, very I fun. love it. I mean, I never mean to like black out. <laughs> the last one we got fucked up. We went to Ultra Paradiso. Remember? Cafe Ultra Paradiso. Yeah, so we went to Olmstead most recently. And we oh had my like God. overpriced we drank, donuts on a tree. <laughs> we drank so much I forgot about Olmstead. Yeah, how can I forget? Like it was so funny at one point. She was like, Should I just leave the bottle? I was like, Yeah. Should always leave the bottle. Olmstead is a restaurant in Brooklyn. Yeah. We ordered the whole menu. Yeah. As you should. Um, yeah. We literally ordered everything on the menu. Very wacky stuff there. What do you think about the food there? You know, 
I think it is very. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Whimsical? Uh, whimsical, yes. Whimsical is the word I'm looking for. I'm not going to go if I'm hungry. And I because w- I told you before, when I ask you about Olmstead, say that it's whimsical. So ah! that was the word. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that you're like a stage mom. But no, I um, yeah, I'm not going to go if I'm like super, super hungry. I'm going to go if I like want to hang out with friends and just like ex- have a food experience. Yeah. Last, I think it's fun. The one before that, we went to Ultra Paradiso. That was that was so bonkers. delicious. That was cr- that was crazy expensive. Crazy. It expensive. felt like a bar mitzvah somewhere in northern Italy. Like, what is this? Yeah, it was nuts. Homemade you, pastas. Can I tell you something though? It wasn't super expensive until we started ordering like artisanal grappas that yeah. were like single. That was origin. you guys. I don't do grappa. I rub grappa on my titties when I'm sick. Like that's what grappa <laughs> is for me. It's rubbing alcohol. If I want to get rid of my nail polish, yeah. I'll use grappa. You guys are just like, cheers to the future. I'm like, there's no future because you can't remember it. I well, I feel like we almost get in a fight every time we start to drink because you'll just say something to like I could tell you have siblings because you just like love to sort of like poke. Needle. I need Yes. And I'm the only child, so I'm very sensitive to everybody and and at, at all times. And, and yeah, I and Heist, your husband, who is very has such a <laughs> mild mannered demeanor when he's sober, but when he's drunk, he's, he's like he's like a dick. soccer hooligan. He is. He's just <laughs> yes. He's ooh, he's just crazy. He's he's lovely and amazing. And I love when people are just like he's so quiet. Why is he so quiet? I'm like, bitch, he ain't here for you. Yeah, he's entertaining me. Yeah, and go do karaoke with him, and he'll get fucking loud. Oh my god, that was another fun dinner we did. Was that Korean place? Uh, Insa. Insa. It's Insa in Gowanus. What an awesome place. It has fantastic Korean barbecue. Yes. And then right next door are karaoke rooms. Not even next door. In like the back. In, yeah, right. In the back. In the back. You don't so have you to could leave. just plan you can plan a birthday party, a divorce party, anything you want to plan. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, all right, before we go on any further, oh no. We are going to go through your fridge. God, this is like going through like under my bed. This feels very I'm very vulnerable right now. <laughs> I know, it's great. Michelle's fridge is you can you can see it on my Instagram at standupdan. Really? You didn't yeah. tell me it was going on social media, that, motherfucker. <laughs> that's what I don't tell anyone because then they don't stage it. That's not okay. Yeah. I'll, Look, I let me just say that I have I have <laughs> twins. I have a I have boy girl twins, three month old, and um, my husband and I have been ordering a lot of takeout and for me I like to clean my fridge every morning or okay. every evening and I just don't have time to do that and, it's he, not awful. and he needs to step up and throw away I don't like stuff like in foil there's some Indian food in there that I'm just like get it out of here there's the lone egg on the bottom there just oh so out. what I do is boil a bunch of eggs on a Monday and just keep them in the fridge for snacks okay. so she there she ready um, a lot of eggs. You have you have two stacks of you have twenty four eggs in there. I love a protein snack, honey. And I used to fuck with quiches. So like, if the vegetables there are just like soft at the end of the week, I'll just like saute them up and put them in a quiche. Really? That. Yeah. That's a cool thing to do. I like. Um, I don't like wasting food. I like to use everything before I hit that Fresh Direct button. Is this po- podcast sponsored by Fresh Direct? It um, should be now. It is by Fresh Direct and by Olmstead. <laughs> So perfect. The most whimsical restaurant in Brooklyn. <laughs> um, what are these two things up top there? The that yogurts. is like a yogurt situation with like granola and like dark chocolate. Okay, that's like mama's treat when Got I it. watch Wendy Williams. <laughs> I pay some. I pay a nanny to come over and watch my kids for so much money, so I can like just be topless in my bed, watch Wendy Williams, have a Lacroix, Papa Moose, Tim. Why are you looking at me? And then eat that yogurt specifically. It's I like good. it. Um, I'm very impressed by the Lebne you have. 
the Middle Eastern in me is like, oh, preserve luck. God damn it, Janet. Yeah, God. Yeah. So my friend, my friend, actually my cousin, whoops. I like her. So she's my friend. Yeah. But she was just in town. Um, she lives in Bolinas, California. Shout out to my cousins who own um, a bed and breakfast in a restaurant called Eleven. It's Eleven Bolinas. And um, okay. you are she, sponsors now. You owe us a hundred bucks. Ah! Thank you. She um, came over for a week and she went to, is it Sahadi's? I don't know. Middle Eastern place where they have like a lot of great stuff. And okay. she bought a bunch of stuff because, you know, I like to make that Moroccan chicken. I love it. Yeah, me too. I love it. I'm into it. And then is that bread flour in the back there? That it, I, do it, I spy bread it flour? Is. We have a bread Kings? maker. Really? Have you been making bread? <sighs> not with the twins, but usually, yes. And really? it's not when, not, when I say making bread, it's like it's always an experiment. Very hard to make bread, I feel. And we have a bread maker. It's like supposed to be like, yeah. Is I, it foolproof? Foolproof? Is that what they say? Foolproof. Is it full or fool? I think it's foolproof. Like you can be a fool and still do fool? it. Fool? Is or it? Full. I don't, I'm not that American. I don't know. I don't know. Neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it's hard. Um, I, there's one bread recipe that I ever use that actually works, which is the no need bread New York Times recipe. Okay. Um, it's very easy to do and it comes out great every time. You basically are cooking the bread in your Le Creuset. In the oven. Oh, okay. I've seen, seen that, that on um, um, British Bake Off. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's a good way to do it. Also, and I'm also impressed with the uh, orange colored uh, Brita. Really? Why? Was it like on sale or something? No. You know, so the- It looks like a sale color. The national color in Holland is uh, orange. Oh, that's right. So because I have a Dutch husband, I have like, all my crusettes are orange. I have mm. an orange tea Like everything is, the go-to is orange. And then the other color that he likes is like a light blue. So I'm not mad at that color combination. Like I have to keep him happy. You I know like what I mean? orange. No, that's a very easy way to keep him happy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, okay. So you guys have a lot of interesting food cultures in the house. Yeah. You are Jamaican and Haitian. I am. Heiss is Dutch. He is. Very different food cultures, all three of them. Well, the thing is, it's like and with any, except for France perhaps, but like between like England and Germany and Holland and like some other places that are like super, super white. All the stuff that they know about food is like either like a piece of potato, a piece of meat, and like a piece of like kale, yeah, like or a vegetable. One uh, arugula, <laughs> sprocket, rocket, yeah, we rocket. call it rocket. And so sprocket, sprocket. I was so bad at like remembering the proper <laughs> names of things. Why the fuck I'm... do Europeans call arugula rocket? Call in now and I, let us know. <laughs> I think call it what your name. Where are you calling from? Yes, my name is Fen, and um, <laughs> I. I think it's just because how it looks when it comes out of the ground. Oh, is that what it is? I think they're not very creative. Like, I don't want to say they're not creative because they gave us the best art in the world, mainly because they were rich. But the point is, um, rest in peace, Notre Dame. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thoughts and prayers, LOL. Where was I getting to? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> so they have like that normal European cuisine, but then like they have all the recipes from the places that they've colonized. Right. And that's where it gets really interesting. Right. And so I think it's also like low-key generational. Um, so my mother-in-law, my father-in-law in Holland are just like, I'm going to fry this potato and give it to you. And here's some mayonnaise. And like everything is beige. And I'm like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> but my brother-in-law and my husband are just like... I've got this great Indonesian paste that will go with this rice with 17 different recipes you've never heard of and I have to order on Amazon. I'm right. just like, that's how I'm going to suck your dick. Yeah. Give me that fried rice <laughs> with the soft egg on top of it. I'm going to suck your dick now. Everything yeah. tastes like kimchi. My poops are regular. It's amazing. What was your question? <laughs> 
Anyway, the point of that is that not all bad things came from the Dutch becoming the slave traders. Yeah. Uh, you know, Can look- you believe they sold New York for nutmeg? Like, what the fuck? <sighs> nutmeg is like, nutmeg is truly like the Joey Fatone of in, like the spices at this point. I've never been a huge nutmeg fan. You it's have a, to use it wisely, but it's like it's always like a secret ingredient in a lot of stuff, though. Like you know, what makes the best uh, cream spinach. Yeah, nutmeg. Yeah, like in oh, your fucking fuck nutmeg. You. Shut uh, up. <laughs> not nutmeg. What's it called? What's that drink you have during Christmas? Hot toddy. No uh, Christmas. Oh, with the uh, the milk eggnog. Thank you. And what's the Puerto Rican version of it? Coquito. Coquito. Yeah. I don't know, but I love that word. Coquito. Is that what it is? I know. It sounds like a little dick. Mira, you want to look at my coquito? No, thanks. Okay. Despacito, bitch. M- moving right along. Please support, send money to uh, any relief fund because people in Puerto Rico are still suffering from Hurricane Sorry, Maria. Sorry, this podcast is not about that. Oh, um, my God. So have you ever had Puerto Rican food? A lot of... Uh, Lot of, uh, is that a serious question? Are you going to ask me why I think female comedians are funny, too? <laughs> that is the dumbest question. Why is that dumb? I've been to Puerto Rico, and I remember the food. There was uh, are, there was uh, arepas and tostones, which arepas are normally Venezuelan, I want to say. Something like that. But mm-hmm. there were arepas and tostones everywhere, and they were delicious. I think there's doing a, they're doing like um, a lot of like um, mashups now. Right. Of cultures and stuff because they just know like street shit that's gonna sell. But yeah, yeah I like, mean, it's like Jay Z and Coldplay. Yes, it's the Jay Z and Coldplay yes, of foods. That's exactly that's it. That's what's happening in Puerto Rico. I that is like a ten year old reference. <laughs> I love that your reference. I mean, that was like Super Bowl like before I had my period. Um, cool, 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 cool. Food podcast. Talk about your <laughs> menstrual cycle. Um, Do you like calamari? It's okay. Yeah, I, I like it. I like calamari. Like it's usually too fresh. Yeah, it's with too, like a little lemon caked up with and the... salt. I don't like it. Like it's um at like getting onion rings at Burger King. You know where the last place is that I had calamari that I think you and I might be going to for lunch after this? Oh, Italy. Oh, yeah, cool. I thought that'd be fun. We'll drink. We'll have some stuff here and there. I'm not mad. Italy is hard for me sometimes because I don't eat pork and everything is very pork heavy. Um. I'm always fascinated by the fact that you don't eat pork because I always forget that you don't eat pork because you I know. I look like come I eat from pork. cultures that eat pork. <laughs> and my face. Like, look at my face. No, at my I didn't say that. Face. What did I tell you right before the podcast? I don't know. I said you look really pretty oh. and yeah, I you, look, don't, you look younger than you normally do. I don't even know how to take a compliment from you. It feels, cra- it feels like you're just going to like <laughs> hit me over the head and drag me into your kill room. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I think that's what fucked me up is that the pork situation growing up between jerk pork and grill from Haiti. It's just like a lot of recycled oil, and I don't know how I adapted a, a food allergy to it, but yeah, it makes my pussy itch. Huh? Yeah, didn't see that coming. Well, me neither. Um, it, does it actually make your pussy itch? Yes, really, it does. Have you ever loved pork so much that you're like, I'm just gonna preemptively rub some hydrocortisone on my pussy. (laughs) No, but when I was 18, I was just like, I cannot not with this bacon. And then I was like, ooh, I should not with this bacon because I would ride bikes. Wow. You know what? I think in in my old age, I'm becoming allergic to hops and I love beer. Oh, yeah. But like... You probably just have like a gluten or wheat intolerance. God forbid. I know. Ugh, no. I know. I want to hook you up with like a and a really a really amazing person, and you're like she's a vegan and she can't like do wheat. Game I'm, over. Yeah. Game over. 
Although I'm dating a girl now who is gluten-free, believe it or not. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to. It's I'm like the guy at the restaurant who's like, um, do you fry this in the same oil that you fry? Oh, fucking. Kill yeah, me. but you were always meant to be that guy. You're that guy anyways. What? The guy that asked for the tea like this on the side and get it out with your best thing. What do you suggest? What's oh. the most popular? Can I tell you something? Please tell it's me. It's funny you say that because we're going to go through a rapid fire list soon. Oh, fuck. And one of the questions I'm going to ask you is what's your restaurant pet peeve? My restaurant pet peeve is when I ask a waiter, <laughs> hey, tell me uh, between the short ribs and the uh, risotto, can you break those down for me? And they're like, get the risotto. I'm like, hey, fuckface, yeah. I wasn't asking you what your opinion is on the food because I don't know who you are. I don't know what your taste is. Yeah. And also, it's disrespectful to this chef. The chef worked his ass off to make this menu, not so that you, some Ooh, fucking out-of-work puppeteer, mm-hmm. could come and start uh, <laughs> editing for, for the chef who went to culinary school and shit. All right? Yeah. Taylor? Yeah. I'm not going to have the fucking risotto. Yes. I'm going for the short ribs, even though I don't want short ribs. Who doesn't want short ribs? I always want short ribs. I know. They're great. Can't we name them something else besides short ribs? <sighs> what would you? <laughs> it's funny because Petite they're meat? actually big. They're big ribs. Short ribs <laughs> are beef ribs, which are usually way bigger, always way bigger than, you know, little pork ribs. I don't know. They I, should be the short if ribs. We, if I actually thought about the fact that I'm eating ribs, I'd be like, this is mean. Oh, God. My heart. My heart. My heart is... Did you just watch a Netflix documentary and it changed your life? No, bitch. Did you see Forks Over Narnia? No, bitch. But I think like having dogs and taking care of babies, you're just like, you just feel little bones. You're not going to eat. Oh, my God. No, but like you have like a tiny dog and then you like you're sucking on a chicken bone. You're like, Roxy? (laughs) 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 Or like like my dog got... um, my dog got attacked by a pit bull one time and her neck was like done. She looked a little Frankenstein. Oof. And then we went out and had like lamb neck. And I was like, Roxy? <laughs> like sometimes it just forces you to be like, Ooh! Would you ever um, eat dog? Like culturally, let's say you're 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 let's say you're like in Thailand and you're going no, to No, like, I think I'm gonna skip a the state dog. Dinner, I'm gonna skip and dog. They're like, Miss Puto, this is specialty of the house. Yeah, when I went to South Africa and I went to um, uh, what are those called? Uh, oh God, what are those called things again? Uh, uh, what are those called? Townships, again? where um, it's extreme poverty and people don't have a lot of things, and they yes. welcome you into their and where they use chalet. the word colored normally. Like they use the word colored. Yeah, very strange. So it's like white colored and black, and so I would be colored. You'd be colored as well. I've been to South Africa. Um, did you, do you, I don't really remember the food that much in South Africa. Um, Probably because the Dutch dumbed down. Yeah, they definitely homogenize a lot of stuff, including the people. Although actually the best beef jerky ever in life that you can have is South African. It's called biltong. Mm-hmm. Did you have that? I don't remember. I remember oh. having a lot of beef jerky because, um, we just really couldn't. I don't think it's like we couldn't afford to eat, but I just remember reading something, uh, um, a book about going to South Africa and flying there, and it, we should just have a lot of jerky. Yeah, they're so. known for their biltong. It's like smoked jerky, but it's also like, it's soft and Yum. juicy kind of. Yeah. Oof. It's I know. to die for. I mean, I'm also like, I'll fuck with the Slim Jim. If I'm on the road Yeah. and like there's nothing else, there's not even a Chipotle in sight. What is your, what is your favorite road food? Chipotle at this point, because really? at least like the guacamole looks like it's had a life. Yeah. Yeah. When we were on the road back in the day, though, there was no Chipotle yet. No. 
There was just uh, chicken tenders. Yes. Chicken tenders I love. Although when I went out with the students after, it's funny, Hassan and I were talking about this too, but like oh, sometimes God. the he told me that the advice I gave him early on was don't ever go to dinner with the students. That's a that's really sound <laughs> advice because I did and I did it was too. exhausting. Oh, and I got nothing out of it. It's not like I got repeat bookings or anything like that. What, but also they just sucked the energy out of me like um, like Skeleton Key, like that movie, like that old lady that wants the young lady. I'm like, get they're just blood sucking motherfuckers. And I'm just like, I don't I am not your substitute teacher. OK, like you got to stop. By the way, uh, Michelle and our, our college tour begins next month. <laughs> <laughs> um, Come on! But you know where they would take me a lot is Chili's because Chili's was the nicest place in town in a lot of these a lot of these places. And I will tell you this: Tell me if you've never had the southwestern egg roll at Chili. If they took that fucking egg roll mm-hmm. and they put it on a nice plate and plated it nicely and served it to you at a Michelin star restaurant, you'd be like, "Wow!" Are you serious with the black beans Jean out of George a can? Nailed this with the ranch dressing on the side. Oh, okay, it is. Fantastic. Okay. It's my favorite, like... I am down for, like, the three for $20 appetizer, and I usually get, like, the spinach, um, like, that spinach dip. Yes. Which is nice, with the artichoke dip. Yeah, I, I can get down with those. I like a blooming onion. Too much, like, too much fried. I feel yeah. like it's like fish and chips. It's, like, the same bite over and over. Yeah. Like, I could do one, but I'm really into tangy hot sauce. Like, I love that chemical orange. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. Interesting. Um, like, do you make your own hot sauces ever? We used to. It's tough to do, to get the spice right. I, I, Every time I've tried, it becomes fucking radioactive hot. Well, we'll get like scotch bonnet peppers because my dad used to grow them or jalapenos and just do like a little mashup. What do you do it with vinegar and... Yeah, a little sugar um, or simple syrup and um, a little red wine vins. Yeah. Um... Maybe simple syrup. That's what I was lacking. I didn't have any sugar in there. It was just yeah, like you need hot, something hot, to cut hot. that acidity. Yeah, you don't. What's your favorite like store bought, store bought hot sauce? Ooh, there's so many. That's so fucked up. Are you a sriracha person? I mean, sometimes I yeah. like it mixed with a little mayo because I feel like it's like a little too much. It, the minute I eat it, I'm just like my ass feels hot. You mm. know? Um, maybe maybe your ass is allergic, just like your pussy is allergic. Perhaps, but I'm not ready. Sauce. I'm not ready to give up the ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be the name of this episode. Um, right now, I'm really into, um, oh, my God, what's that Indonesian red pepper chili oil flake situation? It's oh, so good. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Um, that is amazing. Like, fuck, you know, I wish I You do. get it in, when there's, like, dim sum. Jeff, can you find out the name? And uh, is Jeff? Jeff's not even Are listening. Are you even listening? Jeff is flirting with Jeff Paul. Not They're having listening. a kiki. Jeff, can I you can look, look up? up now. We don't need you, Jeff. Worst fucking producer ever. Forget it. Forget it. Go hang out with Paul. Uh, we're looking up the Indonesian uh, hot sauce spicy It's like thing. a paste. Um, yes. It's... What the fuck is it? I don't know. You know what I've been loving? Sambal. Yes, sambal. Exactly. Sambal is like... Thank you, Jeff, for nothing. Oh, my... What are you paying him? It took him so long to bring you your tea also. Are you paying him a lot? Yeah. Uh, he's... <laughs> No, actually, I got him on Fiverr. You know what Fiverr is? No. It's a website. You, you get people to do shit for you for five bucks. That sounds so colonial. It is. Yuck. It is. No. I'm um, a woman. I do everything myself and I feel overwhelmed. I want to be a martyr. What's your next question? Next question. Um, have you ever tried the uh, Japanese pepper flakes? Uh, it's called... No. 
I don't know that I will just because I've seen Japanese game shows and I feel like they have a fucked up sense of humor. <laughs> and I don't know how those <laughs> flakes are going to hit me. I will. Yeah. I will. That's so ignorant. No, of course I will. The but. bottom of each bottle has like a little cut off piece of human that you get. It's like the little Cracker Jack thing. <gasps> oh, I was God. about to do it. <laughs> no, that's like, this that would be so a Japanese dark. game show. Like what's, yes, you know? Yes. Um, no, but it's, uh, they mix it with, uh, it's called Togarashi. Oh. Can I ask you a question? Wait. Wait. Togarashi. And it's got... Um, uh, uh, Togarashi. Uh, it's got pep- red pepper flakes and it has... Uh, so- uh, not soy. Uh, uh, the this is what you want me to wait seaweed, for? Seaweed. For you to try and remember stuff? Seaweed stuff. That, what an amazing story. Can I ask you a question now? <laughs> yes. Where did your love of food come from? Does your mom cook a lot? Does your dad cook a lot? Mom cooks a lot. Dad was very into restaurants, like nice restaurants, because mm-hmm. he went to school in Europe. So okay. he was like very like... Where in Europe? Uh, Switzerland. Oh, my dad went to school in Paris. Really? Yeah. Mm. Did, you said Paris. Paris. Like you were going to say Paris. No, I wasn't. But then you stopped midway. I'm from Jersey. Paris. Paris. Paris, Texas. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think especially growing up in the 80s when there were no good restaurants in America... Um, my dad would like seek out little places for us to go to and they were very, very, very fun. Cool. Um, so uh, I kind of got obsessed with it. He took me for my fifth birthday to Le Cirque. Are you serious? Yeah. That is badass. It's crazy. I mean, did you have a bow tie on? I did. I did. I remember it distinctly. Like, <sighs> and they brought out a dessert that looked like a piano because they, oh they, they knew God, that I played the piano. Oh my God, I love that so much. And I had it was I had squab, which is like little pigeon. Like I still I remember what I ate. It was crazy. That's so that is yeah. truly like your first memory. That's one of my first for sure. Yeah. I mean, my grandma was also a fantastic cook, blah, 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 blah. But um restaurant wise. And then like going on the road, like I would seek out the best restaurants anywhere yeah. I went. Yeah. Not best, most expensive, like best like cool. But there's like a joie de vivre. <laughs> vivre. I think I had like Joie de Vivre. I think I had like um, an aneurysm as I was saying that, but no, you you enjoy not only going to a nice restaurant, but you enjoy, um, you know, I enjoy I enjoy the food, I enjoy the ritual. You enjoy the ritual, but you also enjoy um, the the mind of a chef, like where he's gone, which is like to see a restaurant through your eyes is very fun for husband and I. Do you know what I mean? Because we have our list of just like, were they nice to us? Did right. they give us a nice seat? You know what I mean? Basically, yeah. it's like, are they nice to us? Did the food right. come out on time? Is it what we ordered? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, you have this other other thing, which is really fun. And then you also love to cook at home. And I'm just wondering, like, did your family all cook together? Did your mom teach you how to do stuff? Or you were just like, this is a thing I like. I always love to watch my mom cook and to cook with her. Although now we can't stand each other in the kitchen. We can't be in the kitchen at the same time. Oof. We fight all the time. We can't, we can't cook together. Mm. It's awful. She's That's a show I'd watch. She's not into uh, any riffs on traditional things. So like, I made guacamole once and I was like, you know what would be great in this? Some, some sumac. And she's like... You stupid idiot who puts sumac in guacamole. You're such an idiot. And she's like a bully. What flavor is sumac? Sumac is like a, 
Um, it's a Middle Eastern thing. It's actually a berry that they dry up and they turn into powder. And it's kind of a, it's got a sour thing to it. So I was like, so oh wait, like guacamole has lime, lemon, yeah. whatever. Let's try it with sumac. And she's like, you fucking idiots. I mean, it, but she knows like, she must know like that's what's happening in the world now. Like sushi burritos. And stuff. Oh, mashups yeah. all day out of a truck. Forget it. Yeah. What's your favorite mashup? Anything exciting you've had lately? No. No? No. Oh, my God, I can't believe I almost forgot to bring this up. What? You have you have one of my favorite food traditions of any friend of mine that I know. What's that? Which is once a year. Oh, yeah. You throw a meatball party. I can't believe we haven't like talked about this. Oh, my God. This yeah. is the best thing ever. So, I mean, uh, husband and I love food as well. We love, and it's really nice to be with someone who's a better cook than me, although it turns into like me and your mom in the kitchen where he's just like, you got to put the potatoes in the water first and then boil it i'm like right. get the fuck like, off my dick up, like be happy fucking... someone's touching your dick and mashing your potatoes okay but um it's so yeah we just sort of like made parties around food and so every year um we do this thing called a meatball party we call it swap meat and it started off with like 15 friends and everybody makes a meatball not one ball but like a bunch of meatballs yeah teeny tiny ones so we can all taste test and if you don't bring a meatball you bring rosé and that's it that's the menu and it just grew into this like fucking thing where people are just like you know doing tester meatballs all year round because they're getting like really competitive and it's sort of like a a great British British bake-off where like you're really only in competition with yourself yeah like people like live for the compliments right and so it just grew into this like crazy fucking thing where like it's over a hundred people now. Wow. We have over 40 meatballs. Jeez. And it's just like you gotta pace yourself because there's a lot of meat to get through. And we're also open to the pescatarians and the vegetarians. And every year I'll do uh, a mushroom ball, okay. a meatless ball with like cool. a very spicy sauce because I or, or chimichurri because cool. they need love too. And yeah. I also think it's like a great um strategy because everyone's tasted so much meat. That by the time they get to something refreshing, they'll yeah. remember it. Yeah. Bitch, get off oh. my dick. And um, the first year was like a lot of like grandma Italian mama's balls with the tomato sauce and the pork veal beef mashup. But people have really gone out of the fucking box. Um, my husband won one year where he like went to Chinatown, got like three ducks, figured out how to fillet them, put that shit in an my blender I was like you need to buy me a new blender yeah seriously full of duck fat now girl bye I was like my smoothies (laughs) taste yuck (laughs) my smoothies taste like I don't know why I turn to like Tracy Morgan when I'm tired but I do (laughs) and so yeah but he made this like beautiful duck ball with like a reduced soy sauce and like some cilantro and a steam bun Wow, and um, a yeah. steam bun. And a steam bun. Like people like Amazing. there was like a shrimp ball that you think would be gross, but it was just like the right amount of crunch on the outside and like it was like a Thai shrimp ball. People Ooh. have done lamb balls. Um um someone did a turducken ball Whoa. with like a larange sauce that was fucking tight. Larange. One year a uh, friend won and he made a pork ball that he made them super teeny tiny, infused with green tea. Get the fuck out! Yeah, of here. and like a lot of like sort of like the um, like the nutmeggy like those like tea spices, and yeah. then he put two tiny balls on a string. So then you had to um, what is it called when you like what tea bag, tea bag it? Yes, thank you, Tim. He thank knows you, all Tim. about tea bagging. <laughs> yeah, but it's very fucking fun, and it's also grown to like um, dessert balls. Oh, get out! Yeah. And oh, I can see that being fun. A little tiramisu ball. 
It's really fun. Dessert bowls are really fucking hard. You know what's crazy is I've never been to the meatball party. I know you're bad. I've, I've just never been around, and I would love nothing. But I more. do run by. I do run a lot of uh, meatball recipes by you, which is very fun. I mean, I have to come to the next one. Although there isn't one this year, I heard because of the kids. There isn't one this year because of the babies. Because I got my own two little meatballs to take yeah. care of, and I just don't need my titties. Hey yo. Um, but there we might do a meatball party later in the year. I will. I will seriously fly out for it. You need to just tell me exactly Perfect. what the date People is. do fly out for it, too. Okay, so I shouldn't feel special for saying that I'm going to fly no, out I for want, your meatball party. I just party, want you to saying. think that you're not alone. Thank you. That's Why do really, you always go to the dark place? really sweet. Why is the glass always half full? Hey, I'm going to make the effort to come to your graduation. Oh, cool, because everyone's making an effort to come to my graduation. Who, hurt, a, that, who hurt you? That's a... <laughs> You're giving me caged animal energy right now, and I need you to like live in your spirit, honey. We'll be back in a minute with Michelle, but first, when a food is as ubiquitous as meatballs, you know it's going to have an interesting backstory. Well, legend has it the meatball actually originated in Persia. My people, the meatball, or shefte, as my mom calls them, were originally made of ground lamb mixed with rice, rolled into orange-sized balls, and glazed with egg yolk and saffron. So get your minds out of the gutter when I say you need to taste my ancient Persian balls. All right, back to the show. I think we are ready to go into our rapid fire questions. Let's do it. And I don't have like a name for this segment. so Quick I, fire? I always think that, but that's on Top Chef. You can't so do that. what? You can't do that. Fire pa- quickly. Padman Laksha will kill us. Please. Lakshmi. I, I mean, love her. I'm, she's great. She has to have a spit bucket. There's no way she's eating like cow balls oh, all day long. 100%. She also sounds like she just took an Ambien whenever they turn the cameras on. Um, Today's quick fire challenge is um, going to be... Broil this. <laughs> broil this. Great. Broil this. Um, what is your earliest food memory? Uh, fried chicken. Fried chicken? Mm-hmm. Any specific fried chicken or... Uh, my mom... Mama's and, fried chicken? Yeah, my mom used to fried chicken and I would be on the kitchen counter helping her and that shit popped and burned me. Oh, so it was more like a traumatic uh, memory. Yeah, but then I ate the fried chicken. It was good. Oh, it was a little pleasure and pain. Yes, what is this, nine and a half weeks? For fuck's sake. (laughs) I was like four years old, you dumb fuck. Look, I'm leaving Neverland. What's the next question? (laughs) What is your death row meal? (sighs) I don't know yet. Depends who I am in that moment. What if I'm vegan by the time I'm like locked up? No, right now. You went downstairs. You stabbed somebody. Hmm. Um, Skirt steak. Um, uh, rare to well chimichurri. Rare to well. Who? Sorry, medium, medium. Oh god. Medium I was like, Sorry. How can we still be friends after <laughs> yeah. this? I know. I like it black on the inside, black on the outside, red on the inside. I want my steak to have her period. Um. <laughs> skirt steak is a good one. Skirt steak, chimichurri, yeah. roasted potatoes, uh, sautéed spinach with big chunks of garlic, and a little of uh, asparagus with hollandaise sauce. Um, a nice red wine, like a nice red wine. With, and I don't want a glass. I just want a big straw. Oh, my God. And I don't want a dessert. Just follow it up with like a bottle of rosé. I love how you open that with, oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, oh. I'm thinking about what I want right well, now. Well, you're prying me. Okay, fine. And you know what? I'm sk- Skirt stick from Pat Lafrida. <laughs> Cooked. <laughs> and I also would love, you know what? Skip that. For dessert, I want like very expensive French champagne with macaroons. What kind of macaroons do you like? La Durée? I don't know. 
Really? Yeah, people give them to me as gifts, and yeah. they're so expensive, and I love them. I'm, I'm on the fence. Sometimes I love them. Sometimes I hate them. It. I. You know what? I like. I, I like the pistachio ones. Pistachio, yes. Passion fruit all day. Ooh, Chocolate. Yeah. Don't need it. Hmm. The jelly ones. I'm like, ugh. Who's fucking which? Am I five years old? No boy. Is it Sesame Street in France? Dunkin' Donuts macaroons. <laughs> um, Give him more ideas. What is your best high end meal that you've ever had? Ever had. Brooklyn. Brooklyn Fair. Yeah, it looks like a kill room. Yeah. Um, is it like it's, it's in very a, sterile in the back of a supermarket type? Yes. Thing? Yeah, Brooklyn Fair. Yeah, that was fancy, and I could not tell you what the fuck I had. It was just like. Like so many dishes. I went there once and I just remember one dish was like an egg custard with like so much white truffle shaved on top of it. It was delicious. Well, that's the thing. I don't remember. There's so many teeny tiny plates. Yeah. And and you're like, what did I just have? And Pretty much. Here's a thousand dollars and I'm still hungry. Pretty much. I went to Dunkin' Donuts afterwards. I'm kind of over. Uh, I have fine dining fatigue. Mm. I think I'm over like the, Me too. Tw- the 20 course tasting menu. I like to... Su- Unless it's sushi. I can fucking sit down for sushi for like a couple hours. I guess. But I like to do sushi in like a cool place like Vancouver. Or if I can't go to Vietnam, I'll do Vietnam like in Vancouver. You know what I mean? Like I... I, I yeah. Yeah. I'm about like really good food from another country under $12. Yeah. That feels like someone's grandma made it. Well, it's funny you should say that. Your next question is, what is the best low-end meal that you've ever had? Definitely Vancouver. I've eaten my way through that place. And For real? Besides the seafood towers where I do feel like a fat king with gout, um, I've never had a desire to go to Vietnam until I moved to Vancouver and I started eating all this Vietnamese food. I'm like, this is amazing because all we have are, are like the banh mi sandwiches in New York. And I'm like, there's so much more to this yeah. place. I don't think I've done a deep dive in Vietnamese Ooh, food. It's so good. Really? Ah! <laughs> My favorite question, what is your restaurant pet peeve? <sighs> There's so many. I need to really narrow it down. I know. They're all mine. Trust me. I'll okay, the, the biggest that I could think of yeah. without sounding like an asshole is when I sit down and I order food and a couple comes like 40 minutes after me and they order and they get their food first. <sighs> Interesting. I that doesn't happen to me often, but it 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 will peeve me. It's probably not my top. How often does that happen to you? Quite a bit. Are you const- enough for me to notice and be like, but they got their food? You're constantly tracking. But also, like, if if the chicken or whatever it is takes longer, you got to tell me that. Right. Okay, okay. So you just you want your food fast. I don't want it fast, but I just want to know what's happening. You also, want it to be fair. You want fair food. Yes. You got also, here at this And time. I also have a B. I have a part B. Okay. Um, I don't like it when I feel like I'm at Jiffy Lube and you're trying to upsell me on shit. You know, I'm with you 100% on that. I actually went to Frenchette a couple nights ago. Okay. Um, which is Riyad Nasser's new place. He was the chef at Balthazar and Pastis and shit. Break Chilis. it down, honey. Yes, history. And I asked the wine, uh, the wine person... I was like, yeah, something, you know, red between, I was like, something red, not too expensive and delicious. And, and she goes, well, what is your idea of not too expensive? <sighs> fuck you, first of all. And I was like, what is this, The Bachelor? Yes. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. You're kicked <laughs> off the island. You don't get a rose. You was, condescending fuck. That's seriously. why you're here waiting tables because you have no people skills. I was actually. like, I don't know, something between, yeah, something between 50 and 100 bucks. And she's like. Oh, okay. Let me see here. Oh, you're going to love... This one is unbelievable. 120 bucks. I was like, no, that says 120. I, I wanted 50... Between 50 and 100. 
Oh, I have Digging no for diamonds, dude. I have no shame with Somalias. Like they cannot intimidate me. I really? Fucking, I do not. They do try them. to shame you. Oh, they they do. They, they do, do try to shame you. And I feel you. like I know just enough where they can't shame me. Mm. Like I know that red wine is red and white wine is white. So don't try no fast stuff on me. Look at you. Um, no, especially the older I get, I'm like, fuck you. I'm older than you. Don't try to. Take I know. More I of try my to money. be cute with them. I'm like, I would like a full body Beyonce. Yeah. Red wine, and they're just like, what's that? And I'm like, why are you so dead inside? Get the fuck out of here. Um, what are is, we done now? I'm so hungry. No, we have some. We have five more questions. Oh my god. What is your favorite drunk food? Oh, shit. We got drunk a lot together. I know. Last time we got drunk, we went to a pizza place. Remember when you hit me? No, I don't. I was blackout drunk. That's why we brought you on this podcast. You abused me. Oh my god. You literally hit me in the head on a street, on a dark street in Brooklyn. Can I answer the questions? Sure. Oh my God. After you get drunk and beat me, what do you like to eat? I feel so sorry for your brother. What takes the edge off after you beat the fuck out of me? I do like to emasculate little bitches when I'm drunk. So, yes, that's one thing besides fried food. Just because I was born with a, wait, what's the Puerto Rican word for that drink? Oh my God. Coquito. Don't make fun of my coquito. Oh my God. Um, donate to hurricane victims. So I got to answer these questions okay, so I can sorry. go eat. I'm so hungry. I see like little stars in my eyes right now. Okay, go, go, go. Um, drunk what food. What the fuck was the question? Oh, drunk food. Um, I would definitely say a shawarma. If I'm in Europe, mm. oof, give me a fucking donner in my belly. I want to smell like a fucking onion in the morning. Yeah. I just want to be like shitting. Yeah. Um, Firecrackers. You want to like smell a, like an Uber driver on hour 15. Absolutely. I want that. I want fireworks coming out of my booty. I hear you. You know I'm what I mean? You, it's 100%. like you cross the line to Connecticut. It's just like fireworks sold here. That's the sign of my booty. The problem with the shawarma is the next morning when you forgot you had a shawarma and like you burp and there's like raw onion and you're like, what? No. No, is... no. I like it. Oh, you're into it. Yes. You're funky. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> this got weird. This bitch is full of umami. <laughs> I do like going to London and getting like proper Indian food and just like having my piss smell like curry because that's when you know it's really good. Okay, next question. Um, well, I thought we were sharing. What is your favorite hangover food? Mm, I don't like to eat when I'm hungover. Really? I can't. I'm too nauseous and I'll just have like seltzer all day or some sort of tea. Huh. Yeah. If I have to eat um, like a pho or some sort of like hot brothy situation. Yeah, I'm with you. But I'm also, I'm, I'm on, literally, I'm exactly the same. I could do the hot broccoli thing or nothing at all. Or nothing. Yeah. I can't. Plus, I just like, I had, you know to, I had to digest the donor. The donor. The donor. The Jeffrey Donner. Oh, Lord. Do you know that uh, Ignacio Matos, the chef of Estella, the, and I'll throw it party to see where we went. Sure. You know what his drunk food, his hangover food is? What? I like to eat bananas. The fuck? is wrong with you. That's interesting. You know what, though? He has I, potassium. He has got potassium. I, know, I, I can heard. see that. Oh, fuck that. I mean, when I used to run half marathons, like, I would definitely crave a banana and I'm some coffee. I'm sorry. You just dropped a name. No, you didn't. You dropped a, an event. Yeah, but running half marathons with these titties was just, like, way too ambitious. And, like, the old Asian lady with, like, running the marathon in jeans would pass me. So it was just, like, my knees are fucked up and she's 92 and passing me with an adult diaper. You just got like... <laughs> <laughs> understand how life is for you sometimes what's the next question favorite celebrity chef oh god celebrity chef doesn't have to be a tv chef necessarily but like you know it could be like a you know like a david chang april ryan april ryan april rich april a from the spotted pig yes um april bloomfield thank you i was like 
who's April? Oh, April Ryan. <laughs> She's a journalist. Um, sorry, I'm so tired. But um, yeah, April Bloomfield. Yeah, I really like her. She's fantastic. Yeah, she. I like that she's thoughtful. She's mindful. She's a boss ass bitch. And yeah, I'm into her. And and yeah, I um, like her books. You know, I used to work for April. I, I interned know. at the Spotted Pig for three months. Yes, I do know that. I and didn't know she was there when you did it. Yeah, and she was fantastic as a mentor. Yeah. And I realized, and also, I mean, her food is killer. I went to Spotted, Spotted Pig yesterday for lunch. Their deviled eggs, the chicken liver toast, yeah. the burger. Yeah. They have a Cuban sandwich at lunch. That Haven't is, had it. Oh, my God. What's that pasta thing that they have? Nudie. Yes. Ganudi. It's like a ricotta balls. Oh, it's so good. When they made them in the restaurant, they yeah. wouldn't let you go downstairs to see the person making it because they didn't want anyone to have the recipe. Ooh. Yeah. Was that before or after they got me too'd? Okay. Next question. Just saying. Um, I that was the last question. No, we have two more. You keep making up questions. Do you not want to be on? Do you not want to be here? There's only. I've s- been here for an hour. There's seven more questions. What? What okay. is your desert island food? You're trapped on a desert island. Is it a ter- certain type of uh, food from a region? Could be Vietnamese food. Could be a certain dish. To be honest, like I'm good with jerky and coconut water. And if we're really going to do it, I'd want to like just use the island for whatever the island has. And I really hope there's like. Oh, you want to do local and sustainable? On I the do. I would love to like try and catch a lobster or have some shrimp or like figure out how to like kill an eel and oh, like smoke it. Okay, Bear Girls, Thank you. I want to be naked and afraid and just like bend over with my white ass everywhere and just like make a fucking plus size bra out of coconut leaves. I'd fuck with that. <laughs> What's the next question? Your next and final question <laughs> is what food you can't stand? Eggplant. It's like really? baby food. it's like baby food. I hate it. Get the fuck out of my face. Okra, it feels like I'm <gasps> eating your snot. No. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's something Those about are two the, of my favorite things. That's why I like love hate you. Just kidding. <laughs> no, but I it's, it, the seeds in okra, I don't know. It triggers me. I don't know why. It just makes me it, I'm, I'm getting itchy right now. Like, oh my god. I don't, like I love I love I both like of those it. things so much. Do you not like slimy foods? Do you not get down with the with the slime? Like uh I like oysters. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So you like oysters, but not okra. Correct. What about a fried okra? No. I still feel like I have to get through it because I know it's slimy. I don't want to eat something I feel like I have to get through. Because there's too many great foods out there that I already really love. So there's that. You know that big okra is one of our sponsors. Good. You take that big okra and you shove it. <laughs> you, you take that big okra and you put it next to your coquito. And no eggplant, like eggplant parmesan. No. 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 Wow. Like I've had it. It's okay. No. Wow. I'd rather just like make a fucking lasagna. Lasagna. Yeah. What about baba ganoush? It's all right. Like I enjoy the process of putting it on like a open fire and yeah. seeing the mashup, and I enjoy that process. But I'd much rather have the hummus. Yeah. She'd much rather have the hummus, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> My... A memoir by Michelle Vito. <laughs> I'd much rather have the hummus. Yes. Um, Michelle, thank you so, so much. Oh my God, this is so fun. I love that you gave me your time Look. and your fun. Look. And I cannot wait to have way more meals and way more drinks with you. Oh, come on. Through our journey that is life. Look.
Um, all we have is each other. All we have is this moment. That's what we have. Is there anything that you'd like to plug your socials or anything like that? Yeah, I have a podcast with our good friend Jordan Carlos called Hashtag Adulting on WNYC Studios. So funny. I'm also going to be premiering in the reboot of First Wives Club with uh, Jill Scott and Ryan Michelle Bevey. My name is J-I-L-L-S-C-O-T-T. You can't afford that song. Oh my God, you're right. You know, shit. You can't <laughs> afford Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. <laughs> we so. will c- cut that out in post. No, if um, I make fun of it, then I can use fair use laws. What a funny song. Oh my God, someone's a crazy lawyer. Um, uh, I'm also going to be on the Netflixes. Um, on Netflix, I'll be in a movie with Ali Wong and Randall um, Park called Always Be My Maybe. Check that out. And I'll also be on um, Tales of the City on Netflix. Which is really just fun and woke and wonderful, and Armstead Mopen is like delicious, and um, yeah, I'll be writing a new hour of stand up, so you guys check that out for fucking sure, and check me out in the comedy lineup on um, Netflix, and follow me on social media, and uh, I can't say that I'll follow you back, but I'll de- definitely double tap one of your fucking pictures. That's cute and shit, and don't hate me. <laughs> what are your socials? Michelle Butel, bitch, it's my name. Oh my yes. god. B U T E A U. It's like bureau but with a T. A O. Thank you, Michelle. I love you. Let's go eat and drink. Oh, yeah. Bye. This episode of Green Eggs and Dan was produced by Andrew Steven. Executive produced by Jeff Umbro and the Podglomerate. You can find more of their podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. Special thanks to Paul Rust and Argo Studios. To see pictures of Michelle Buteau's fridge, information about the restaurants mentioned in the episode, and more, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at StandUpDan. The theme music is Beautiful Food by Idan, and interstitial music by Breakmaster Cylinder. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.